Triple M Breakfast thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse for the Christmas fragrance sale. Shop our huge range of big brand fragrances at the lowest prices. Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Caxton Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros and the Caxton Hotel on 104.5 Triple M and the Listener App. This is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Triple M Breakfast. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Hey. Shameful behaviour from us. We didn't mention this oh. on the show at all. So I didn't even know about well, it. Perry. Went straight through to the keeper, Should Perry from the Beer I know. P- Perry, Perry says, crikey. Happy what? Steve Irwin Day, Triple M. If Victoria gets a public holiday for the Melbourne Cup, surely we get a public holiday for Steve. Oh, well, he's talking. Is this the day? Today. It's what the great man would have wanted. Never smile had a crock. They get a day for the holiday on the Wednesday, though, do you? Well, they have it on a Tuesday for the bloody Melbourne Cup. It is silly. But they all take the Monday, so they just turn it into a four-day. long weekend. It's at Easter. We do love a long weekend public holiday, but you're right. We? Wednesday's you know, the shittest one. Yeah, you know, Robert Irwin. You know, he, he likes to be called Robert because the grandfather's Bob, isn't he? Yes. And he should just call away. himself Barb. Hey, I'm Barb Irwin. <laughs> is that a Barb? You're making Steve Irwin Barb jokes now. It's Steve Irwin Day. He's dead, mate. You can make jokes. Oh, Do your Terry Irwin oh, joke. Inappropriate. Do your Terry joke. I'm not doing my Terry Irwin joke. Do you know it, Margaret? Yeah, you know it, do you? Do you think no. that hurt? Oh, have you? Oh, she was interviewed by, uh, by what's a women's magazine? Look at our women's producers. Day. Look at our producers. Are they getting nervous? Look at well, I up. nervously said I hadn't heard it because then you realize, I you know, thought you maybe I shouldn't encourage you. Hey, Alex. Try to relax your oh, anus. No. The producers okay. are saying, no, don't do it. Just give them the punchline and they can reverse it. I've done it twice at a lunch and uh, somebody said, listen, you shouldn't do that again. Oh, I thought it was a ripper. All right, the punchline is try pulling a bindi out of your c- Oh. Yes, that's correct. I said... Just Google it. Terry I don't think it's that bad. No, it's not. It's, but it's got good impact because you weren't expecting a bindi because it would be hurt, wouldn't it? Wouldn't yeah. it? Like there's probably some girl who has it happened to. Well, was she just doing the splits or out on the lawn in the nude? Something. Yeah, softball, dive for the ball. Oh. oh, Jesus. But normally you've got those jodhpur pant things on <laughs> playing softball. <laughs> Good point. If you have to get one out of your Maybe bum. Maybe gymnastics. your anus. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Stop it. That's Sorry. worse, I reckon, reckon? than that. Bindies. Uh, what, they're saying? Bindies in your they're worse. Yeah. Wow. It's been a total <laughs> clown show. It's been, hey, remember to talk about that tomorrow. There's a fair few bindies around at the moment. Yeah. Mm, don't be going, you're doing the splits in the backyard in the nude. <laughs> oh, no. Wear your jodhpurs if you are. <laughs> That's what you probably came to this don't podcast. Don't wear your gymnastics leotard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll do. Are we cancelled yet? Triple M breakfast. Hey, guys, I just got a message from Amelia saying, um, do you want some bacon and egg muffin this morning for breakfast? She's always pressuring us into breakfast, yeah. but how good is breakfast? She moved house yesterday. Our newsreader, so she's under a bit of pressure at the moment. Is she a feeder? Mm. Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. She's trying um, to fatten us up, isn't But she? I read this morning something that I thought was really interesting when it comes to your brekkie on yeah. a Sunday morning if you cook a bit of bacon and eggs. Oh, I'll put my hand up for that. I learned an interesting fact. I'm always a pan and olive oil or butter kind of gal. Get it really, really hot, and then you throw your bacon on, right? And it goes all crispy and hard and crack. No, you're doing it all wrong. No. You've got to start with a cold pan. Oh. Put your bacon in. It renders cold. the fat. Yeah. And oh. then you cook it and it gets all crispy and crunchy. What's rendering the fat? It's a cooking term, it, it, Marto. Dan? 
No, you go. You're doing good. No, you're really smart. You tell us. I what does rendering the fat mean? Melts the fat. Melts it. Okay. Just more. slowly. Just slow. Instead you just of it going. what I said. Because, you know. <laughs> you know <laughs> I don't know. When you I throw it on a hot pan, it yeah. curls yeah. and it like. Yeah. Isn't that good? Um, yeah, I guess if you like curly bacon. But do you, are you happy with how your bacon's coming out the way you're doing it? It ends yeah. up crispy. What's Why change anything, I mean, I mate? do mine in the air fryer, so it doesn't matter anyway. Why are you pressuring us with the cold pan? Well, I just learned a new trick this morning, and I wanted to bring it to everyone's attention because I know we have plenty of bacon connoisseurs out there. You can yeah. jam the air fryer up your coit. My wife's Whoa. not going to have one. Uh, no, I draw a line Whoa. at jamming air fryers up coits, mate. <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's just bigger of oh, 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 you want to relax your anus. You're going to put an air fryer up there. All right, just mean my wife is so <laughs> negative again. about air fryers <laughs> because it's another thing to clog up your bench. So there's the Nutribullet, there's a the sandwich maker. Don't you put it away when you finish with it, though? No, That's everything stays out on the do. bench that we use because you just use it. Otherwise, what's the use of having uh, air fryers better than an oven, but you've got to put it away? I don't have to put my oven away. But it, it, sits it there. cuts your cooking time in yeah. by like a third. Tell him. Says, you oh, could do like him, a whole roast in like 30, 40 minutes, get Marto. Him, you yeah. do a roast pork. The best but pork But one of the joys is a roast to take a long time so you can have a few more drinks. No, That's one of the joys of mate. life. You don't have much time left. Why are you wasting it? I thought it was all over. I thought all the draw for the NRL when it came out uh, yesterday, that's the end. There'd be no more chat about it. But all of a sudden, what does that headline say? Draw has fins in a spin, and I'm talking about our dolphins. Our dolphins. What's happened? They're not happy. Play the... Oh, do you want their official song? Oh, I need to put my fingers. We're the dolphins. We're not splashing nah, the ground. No, I don't have to wear it. It's out of season. Do I need season. to wear my fin? No, you can take your fin off. I'm oh, leave it, it on. on. It's yeah, been a while. Nice. Yeah. It feels comfortable. Conehead. Um, dolphins are up in arms over the NRL draw. Yeah, how yesterday we said the Broncos have got a dream draw, and we touched briefly on the fact that the Dolphins have the only team in the NRL who has a game before each of the Origins, which means Tom Flegler, their Origin oh, players, Tom Gill. And uh, the hammer. Jared Wallace. Well, Jared, what, Anthony Milford, all their origin <laughs> plays. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Wallace plays origin, doesn't he? Sometimes. Sometimes. Not recently. When he's in what good form. <laughs> anyway, we had to go at Jared Wallace around this time yesterday. We can't. Barbecue yeah. We know you're listening. We love, we love you, Jared. Jared. Big, big Jay Wall. Well, get really, on here. Give really, us a call. He's Jared. I don't really the know KFC? Really nice guy. Juicy thighs. This is about the Dolphins, and it's serious. Let's get back to it. Sorry. There's their one problem, okay? The other problem, and it's the big one, is that their biggest game of the season is the blockbuster against the Broncos. At Suncorp? At Suncorp. I was going to say, I thought biggest... you were going to say, was it KO or something? No, God, no, 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 no. It's been scheduled 5.30 Saturday afternoon, unfortunately. Oh, it's the beautiful. Same, same day. And full house. That'll be a 52,000. Big sell out. Crowd. Yeah, sell out, make lots of money. Well, it would have been. It would have been, but now What's it's been scheduled on the same day as River Fire. Oh, and, no, and in September? Mate, mm, no, August, last day of August is River Fire, which oh. is a big thing for us as well. And Terry Reader, our good mate, he's going, we want to look at it as something positive. We contact the Brisbane Festival, but the clash is unavoidable because the NRL is more important than the Brisbane Festival, I suppose. But... Um, he said here we'd love to think of ways we could integrate the game into the build-up. And, Terry, here if you need. Mm. Here if you need. Think about it. So 5.30. What time does the River Fire start? Is it 7 o'clock se- fireworks. All right. We'll have to push that back to 7.30. Perfect. But you know That's how the, You know how the helicopters come across? Well, you think. So Fly over. Fly, yeah. They can stop at Suncorp. Pick and up the players. 
no, drop the players down do, during the to do the warm-up. Down, they can repel, you know, mm. down on the oh. rope, and bang, the players are on the field. On the field. Then the Jesus. ball comes down, refs, t- uh, touch judges, everyone comes down out of the helicopter. Everyone goes, God, what's what's that? River fires on after the game, and then everyone just goes down can to the river. Can you imagine the fireworks off the top of Suncorp Stadium that oh they could God. have? Hey, that's, what, that's the integration we want. We yes. want Alfie Langer leaving at full time. Hey, just slow down. And running down get, to the river. If you're going to get Jared Wallace in a helicopter, can you book in the Hercules, please? Yeah. The big one. Yeah. Um, what about Anastasia Palaszczuk? She kept rugby league alive Who during did? COVID. Anastasia Palaszczuk, she loves rugby league. She loves a red carpet of events. She loves saving the day. What are we going to do? We should go to the state government and get them on board. Yeah. Well, that's what Terry wants to do, but you got to have ideas. You can't just say, do something. It's always better if you go to someone and go, listen, I've got some, I see you've got a problem. We've got some answers. Would why you like to listen? Why don't we have a yeah. field set up, like a pontoon field set up in the river yeah, and talking. we watch the match yeah. and then the fireworks go off afterwards. All right. And who's going to win in the water, obviously? <laughs> That's going to advantage the home team. The we could have actual yeah. dolphins in the river Can doing go. tricks. Can Buck be involved anywhere? Buck, Buck, Buck the involved. horse. Uh, who's up shooting fireworks off Out his head? Crikey. That's Natalie on the he back of us. just be hoisted from the helicopter. Oh, my God. This is brilliant. Fireworks Buck shooting out of his fly bum. the helicopter. It's a joystick, right? Oh, you can operate oh. a joystick with a hoof. Oh, just get a bloke with a horse head <laughs> on. And a dolphin. A bronco and a dolphin flying the helicopter. And Like Qantas has the flying uh, kangaroo, yes. we could get the Globemaster to have the oh. flying buck. Yeah, and, and, the, and, the, and the, when the try, no try comes up on the screen, it's just green fireworks, fireworks for a fireworks. try, red fireworks for Can no try. Alfie start the whole thing by running out with a water bottle that's just shooting Shoot fireworks up out of it. <laughs> well, I think the problem's solved. Yeah, that's it. Terry, call us. Mm. No issue. Here if you know. <laughs> give us a call. Triple M Breakfast. Sometimes wonder whether you guys know about things. Do you, do you ever heard of the slip slop slap ad from yeah. the IKEA? Slip on oh, a right. shirt, slap on some sunscreen and slap, slap on a hat. There's another two now. There's slip. slide. Slop. Sunny's, uh, was it a little pelican? They've expanded it. What was yeah, it it was a pelican. pelican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, did you see that story last night on the news? Slip Slop Slap, the sun safety jingle has made its way onto a very prestigious list of quintessential Aussie sounds and songs. The National Film and Sound Archive curating the recordings that reflect life in Australia. Oh my God. What? In the sun, this summer shows. Is that Anthony Albanese? Anthony Albanese, that's right, voicing that one. Thank you. Slap on a Back from overseas. I've ever put some sunscreen He's another one that made it. Of course. Come on. What is that? Daryl Braithwaite. Also joining more than 185 sounds that sing true to Aussies. What are that? What's the sound archive national what? I'd never heard about it until they started. 185 sounds Sounds that are in there. Of Australia. With happy little Vegemite. Surely Surely. that's already in there. I don't know. It's like the Hall of Fame. I like aeroplane What about Ray Warren's voice? Oh, like this. That should be yeah, that idea. As you walk into the Hall of Fame, as you trigger, you know, like a doorbell, ding dong, you should walk through. Oh, yeah! yeah. 
Welcome that. to the sound archive. I wonder if you can use their little things as your ringtone or something. You go, can I have the National Sound Archives Shh. things? 185 sounds they've got. Surely our national sport, uh, the great Peter Belandis, he would be in there Rugby for sure. League. Surely this is in there. <laughs> yep. Richie Benno, two for two, 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 two You reckon this could make it? Oh, just shake my head and think, lucky to be alive. We've got our own national archive <laughs> of sounds here, so don't we? Sorry. There's about 185 of them. Yeah, this one. It's been a total clown show. <laughs> I'm surprised that uh, this didn't make the list, especially at Christmas. Hey, Santa Claus, you oh, no. <laughs> um, I think I think the most iconic uh, of news uh, moments needs to go in there. Just, of course, just say it out loud. I can't reject. Well, it, the right. Chinese. Someone's just trying to enjoy a nice Chinese oh, succulent oh, meal. Yes. How Surely dare you? How dare you? It's a great Australian succulent Chinese meal. Yeah, I it's a democracy. If, I wonder if your singing's made any of it, Margaret. Oh, no. <laughs> Hall of Fame, I think. Hall of Fame, that one. I've actually got a, a, a recent nomination from yesterday. Oh, I had sex with a chief. Chief. <laughs> yeah, I had sex with an eagle. <laughs> All right, you got to be careful around here. <laughs> Triple M Breakfast. Triple M, we have to talk about Warwick Kappa news whenever it this comes This is up. Warwick Kappa, the lean meaning excitement machine, blonde hair, blue eyes, ready for takeoff. What's he up to? Oh, God. Well, just give everyone a quick cap or refresher. Oh, then yeah, I'll bloody tell you. Give we, us past cap and I'll give you a present. Right, so he started off, he was born in Melbourne, Warwick Kappa, for those who have just joined the story, and mm-hmm. he went to Sydney Swans and he became, they had that millionaire doctor, Jeffrey Edelston, owned them, and he wanted a, he wanted a profile player. He won... Uh, he was their goal-kicking champion, a full forward. So he just stood down near the goals waiting for him. He used to take spectacular catches, and he had tidy, tidy, shorts. really short. So you remember Long that bit? Long, blonde hair. 84, 85, 86, 87. He was their leading goal-kicker. Then he came to the Brisbane Bears. Oh, he just. was the leading goal-kicker up ah. here in 88 and 89, Never I think. Never got a Coleman for most goals of the but season. But he won, he won mark of the season, I think, a couple yeah. of times. What do you think about that, Warwick? Yep, every kid says it for the last and 50 years. Go. His <laughs> post-football career... Uh, has included comedy tours, high-profile media appearances, a self-release sex tape, a failed yeah. run for Queensland State politics and work yeah. as a stripper, male escort and surface paradise medium. He was going to be the mayor of Beaudesert no, at that, one point. That is nonsense because I got involved in that. <laughs> that He forgot to put his entry for Oh, did he? Yeah. No, did he, he did a piano. Remember he did a piano? He was operating the camera too. It had a uh, remote control on it oh. so he could zoom in and out. And oh, yeah. the little thing. Please get at the airspace. There's a 747 coming. Watch out. Footy icon Warwick. Kappa's roller coaster career has taken another twist. The former high flying mm. high flyer is taking ownership of the Westminster Secrets brothel. Is this the news? Oh. You said you had Warwick Kappa news. Is this it? He owns a brothel in Oakley. Couldn't be Which more. Which is where he's, he's, born. he's born. Oh, so he's come full, he's circle. full circle. He's circle. doing a nice. service to the community in which he was born. He's 18 days older than me. I just read it. And how many brothels do you own? Uh, yeah. Hopeless <laughs> with you. <laughs> Triple M Breakfast. Don't you know Marto, Margo and Dan on the radio. Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan. After what feels like two and a half years, the uh, Cricket One Day World Cup gets into the semi-final stages tonight still and tomorrow night. It's still going. How many days left? Uh, no, only three days left. Oh, good. Tonight, tomorrow, the Australians play tomorrow night. Okay, against South Africa. Yep. They're our bogey. We. Uh, He's pushed the buttons. Something. You've muted yourself. Hello. Yeah, sorry. Um, keep it South on Africa, do, do we beat them or do they, do uh, we're do very, they beat us? We're very oh. evenly matched, to okay. tell you the truth. But, Margot, you, 
you said three games left, Greg. Margo, there's a long time left because between that no, se- no. last semi and the grand final, no, no. it's, well, it's well, a few days. There's a week left of cricket. Tonight, right? India are playing New Zealand, but tomorrow night we play against South Africa and then the finals on Saturday afternoon, yeah. Sunday, Is whatever. Glenn Maxwell back yet? Didn't well, he have yes. a little rest? No, he's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's back. Everyone, everyone's ready to go. But the big one is, and you've probably even seen, is Marnus against Marcus. And now they go, you know, Marcus. Oh, I haven't stopped. seen it. I'm sorry. <laughs> You like saying Marnus's last name, though. Labashkogne. Labashkogne. Oh, so, Marnie, this lives out of the bay. Marnie, uh, Marnus should be in there, but they're talking about Marcus Stoinis because I've just gone on my weather uh, to Calcutta's, well, it's Kolkata, but I have trouble saying that, Calcutta's weather for the uh, for tomorrow. 50% chance of rain on, on mm. Thursday, but the good thing is, so if it gets washed out, the team that finished higher in the pool... Which is? South Africa. Oh, dear. They'll go through, but... First time ever at a one-day uh, international, a one-day World World Cup. They've got a, a rain day, a spare day. They said if that gets washed out, we'll go the next day as well and we won't start again. We'll just continue the game. Mm. 80% chance of rain on Friday. Friday's worse. They're very similar to us, 22 to 28 degrees in Calcutta. Look at the, lovely. The, the temperature range as well for Thursday, I've got here on Google, is 24 mm. to 26 and mm. Friday's 23 to 25. It's just it's so, the same it's two, two degrees. And they're saying maybe because of the prediction of wet weather, stoyness. Okay, that's sorry, that's just to bore you for a while. But the reality is let's all be very careful what's going to go on tonight. Tonight from about 7 o'clock is the biggest game of cricket this year in the world, is India against New Zealand. Now, there'll be implications, of course, over there. Uh, there's been no one going to any games except unless when India's involved. And from day one, did I say, let's just give the trophy to India now? This is their 10th match tonight. Mm. They'll win it easily. They'll win the final. They haven't lost, right? They haven't they haven't why lost. are they, they so lost. good? Because they're playing in India. Their home gra- they're playing in India. Everyone else has diarrhoea. Oh. And as I say, get this India. Yeah, nobody likes what they get India And also, there. we know we've got a lot of Indians listening right now. Hello. And you're an incredible team as well. They are a genuinely All right. excellent let's, cricket Let's touch team. on that. And it's annoying to let's say Let's touch that. on that. Let's leave cricket behind. Behind, Plus but there's let's, a billion of them to yeah. choose from. This, this match will be over 3 o'clock, maybe 3.30 tomorrow morning, okay? It starts okay. at 7. Well, I think we all know there's a lot of Indians involved in transport, and I'm not generalising. These are Aussie Indians uh, of Indian extraction involved in transport. They prop the nation up, mate. They do. They drive our trucks, they drive our Ubers, they drive every bloody thing. Be very careful on the roads tomorrow. They will be bloody tired. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) They don't drink. Oh, they won't be drinking. They'll just be watching every single ball. They'll be so tired. So be very careful and give them a wide berth. And in terms of that, the Kiwis, on the other hand, they'll be up all night and the scaffolding. So (laughs) there won't be any much scaffolding or truck driving going on tomorrow. That's just racial generalisation from me. I know, which makes me want to play the disclaimer, but it's a beautiful message because our... They were all Aussies. They're going to be tired and they are. We're all Aussies, they're, they're but they're involved the in. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know whether to play the disclaimer or you not. You can't play the disclaimer because I've just talked no, a, a lot of things. I'll do it to be safe, just to be safe, you know. LM does not endorse no. or support any of the policies no. of Greg Mato Martin and will no the, way be held accountable uh, for his yeah, actions. La, la, la. He's a goose. The more you play that, the less people pay attention. <laughs> they go, oh, yeah. No one's paying attention to you anymore, mate. It's been 22 years. Triple M Breakfast. Hey, listen, in amongst the youth crime crisis, which has been going now for a couple of years, the government promised to get more police. Remember that? Yes. They unveiled it. They were out at the academy yesterday. I saw this. Did you see it? The largest number of recruits. 580-something, was it? Correct. 
587 recruits about to be sent to towns and cities across Queensland. Mm. I only She's know proud that. of herself. Hey, she looked them up on weeks. I didn't want to say the exact hey. amount. I knew it was 587 because hey. I follow Katarina Carroll, the police commissioner, is a she good friend of mine. There. We go to lots of events together and I follow her on Instagram and she was talking about it on her Instagram. She was very happy. She was out there wishing them all the best. Yeah. You know, oh, good luck. I'm sending you out to Thargaminda and sending you <laughs> out to Window. Anyway, um, I did see... Because I remember the, last year, I reckon we spoke about it. They were offering a twenty thousand dollar bonus if you came from other police forces. They're trying to grab apparently they've grabbed a few from New Zealand. There was a bloke on last night. He'd come down from the territory. He'd had ten years' experience. He said, "My wife's family lives down in Queensland. Oh, that's nice. Got me twenty grand. Yeah, nice. Now and we're going to send him to Townsville. And then there was a chick. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's where we need him, isn't or, it? Or yeah. Cape York or somewhere. <laughs> How do you go with crocodiles, sir, from the Northern Territory? Up north, you go. Again. What about kids with samurais? Do you deal with that <laughs> yeah. very well? Oh, I'm pretty de- Northern Territory we're talking. But then there was a chick from London. She was a bobby. What? Uh, she was a young girl. She'd been uh, in the London police force and uh, she'd met some bloke and she'd always wanted to come to come Australia. Come to Australia. Uh, you Rachel go. Adler was a London bobby. She moved halfway around uh, the world right for right family on. and the $20,000. Uh, really? Is that what they call them over there? A London Bo- bobby? London bobby, yeah. yeah. Oh. They wander around. They're really nice. They've got those big hats, uh, the dome ones. She wasn't happy with the weather, though. It was a bit hot yesterday. It was one less thing I needed to worry about. Swapping Great Britain for the big, boiling sunshine state. I am very warm. Um, standing outside is, is a bit of an adjustment. Yeah, well, I'm a bit worried about this Channel 10 reporter's voice, but I'll let it go at this stage. Um, the big thing was, and here's the adjustment, she got a 20 grand, she's here ready to roll, she's out there on the beat today, but... We don't carry firearms in the UK, so um, coming here, I've had to completely yeah. learn from scratch. Excellent. What do you they, mean they don't have firearms? They only have a baton, and if you do anything wrong, they just dong you dong on the head on the over head. in London. Whereas Robert Williams here, has a great joke. He, he yes. said, uh, in London, if you do something wrong, the police just yell stop, and if you continue, they just yell stop again. <laughs> That's literally all the power they have. Well, what do we got here? We're better than that. What have we got here? That's better. We've got the multi pronged taser. And what's Rachel going to get her hands on now? Taser, taser, taser. No. What? No, the gun thing. Oh, you want the gun? She's not. Yeah, come on, Rachel. Firearms. Oh, Rachel. Hello, Rachel. How do I use this thing? Rachel, slow up. That's better. Old mate always comes into the end to claim Someone's the glory gonna die. with his taser. <laughs> she is looking so forward to shooting somebody. Keep an somebody. eye on Rachel. Step yeah. away from the gun. <laughs> Triple M breakfast. Hey, Nathan from Durac as well. If we're going to do the burner phone just quickly, he's got a petrol update for us. Good morning, guys. Driving to town along Ipswich Road. Mm. Half the servos are two twenty-five a litre. The other half is still that dollar seventy-nine. Listen, today's so get it. Stung. Today's it. They're not coming back after today for quite some time. Get in. Should we discuss the great glory of yesterday? The highlight of November. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we headed out to Arana Hills yesterday after we got uh, a message on the burner phone from Russ nominating his girlfriend, Suze, who lives out at Arana Hills. She's a single mum, young boy, works very hard, and she needed a bit of a hand with the job. Independent woman, didn't want Russ to do it. He'd offered several times. How much had he offered? I'm not sure. Anyway, he said, hey, guys, you guys are offering this up. She won't take my help. She might take yours. We headed out there yesterday, and it was was nice. I mean, it was a great team bonding experience for the three of us. That's so true. And our producers, Snowy and Alex, uh, and 
and, you know, it didn't take long to help someone out and potentially change the shape of what her day looked like when she got home yesterday afternoon. Go see the video on Triple M Brisbane Instagram and Facebook. We'll just play the start here. Didn't get off to a ripper. We'd rehearsed this 86 times, Marto. We did the intro. To be fair, we did it backwards. We did all the work, and then we're like, oh, we better do an intro for the video. So I don't know if you were tired. Some teams go to laser tag. Some go 10-pin bowling for bombing. Some go to lunch. Not here at Triple M. We rehearsed this, Marto. Well, I didn't know I had to say Mo. Well, Dan said <laughs> we, an and then you said Mo. He was going to say snip, and I was going to say blow. Yeah, but I'm an action guy. I just like to mow. And you'd already put your mower away, so you're standing there with a the blower. I was so ready it was to confusing go. to yeah, the yeah. people. I said all that stuff again. Not here at Triple M. We. Mo. Snip. <laughs> he walked off with a blower. He's already put his mower away. <laughs> just insufferable. We've already done it. <laughs> Listen, if we're, if we're going to have a crack at somebody, some of your whip snippering work was quite oh, shoddy. Hang on, Hang on was a quite shoddy. <laughs> at least Snowy had a proper whippersnipper with fuel yeah. and a pull cord. Yeah, you're right. Yours was an electric-operated battery whip, <sighs> no, whippersnipper. No, he, head... he was one step above Ed Cavalli, who used to run a lead out. You had, you had cordless. What oh, brand was it? A Zeta. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're tool shaming. Margo, tell us all about the tools that you brought yesterday. I didn't bring any tools because oh. you said you had a blower and I then I turned up and it was also a battery-operated blower. What did you have? Was you, oh, you I don't own any it? grass in Brisbane. I, I live in a rented apartment. Okay, I, me, I don't have a mower here. Give me this at least. Was my blower bigger than Margo's blower? You had a pissy little You had a little tiny, blower. Tiny my blower little... isn't a garden blower. What's Mine blower's that? for um, for tool, for sawdust. What's, I thought you got a toothpick out of the back of you. I have oh, that. Oh, the team's turning on it. <laughs> Triple M breakfast. This is a bit of fun. We received an email telling us Gladiators. Remember this show? Gladiators! Ready! Channel 10, early next year. It's Rick. back. Australian Gladiators took on the best from around the world. Remember that bit? It then came back in like 2008 mm. or something with our mate Tiffany Hall. Remember, she was Angel. And she joins us now. Tiff, Good morning. Good morning. Hello, Angel. Is this good Hello. or bad news? <laughs> oh, my goodness. What a time. I mean, it was my first little media job. The other gladiators were so much fun, like Kudafides. Kuda still calls me Angel. I think he thinks that's my real name. I'm like, I'm Tiff, man. I'm Tiff. <laughs> and Thunder, he was the world's Thunder. strongest man at the time. Yeah, and he would use me as a dumbbell to warm up. <laughs> I would just lie straight. <laughs> And he'd pick me up and use me for bicep curls because I was the smallest gladiator in history on record. So um, I couldn't do the gauntlet or the pyramid because I couldn't see over the steps or over the gauntlet. So they put me up in the air to do the aerial event. Got to tackle people in the air, which was so much fun. But I'm looking forward to the new series and I just wonder like, how hard are the gladiators going to go because we were allowed to go really hard all those years ago. I don't think there was as many like health and safety regulations. So I'm wondering like, you, how hard are they going to go? Did you ever hurt one of the competitors? There was a bit of hair pulling and stuff, just the basics. Tiff, but, will you yeah, revise your anyone. role on gladiators and come back no. if they ask you? Oh my goodness, no, 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 no. No, I just had a baby. I'm a mum too. I'm boring as hell now. You are still I, no, so I, fit though, Tiff. You know what? I'm grateful for Gladiators because that's where I met my husband, Ed Cavalier. Mm. Let's he talk Let's trying. talk about yeah, it. Let's yeah. get on. The man responsible for those let's two children. Did you ever have a rest? Yes. Did you ever have a fight with him as in, uh, right, I'll show you. Do like you, hair pulling? Well, no, just, re- just doing. Yeah, because he's a big guy. I'm like, yeah, come yeah. on, have a real go, but yeah. he won't. No, but he, he won't. tried to interview me on Gladiators. 
and I was in the zone because I was going out there to get my head kicked in. Oh. And I, I, to this day, I just shoved him off. I was like, nah, I brushed him 100%. And he was trying to flirt. I'm like, now is not the time. But then I ended, ended up marrying him a couple of years later. So you met on you meeting. met on the set of Gladiators when we he came down. We met on the set of Gladiators. Oh. He was interviewing me for his radio job at the time, and I was Angel. And he's like, I'm going to marry Angel. He said to his friend. Oh. And they're like, Yeah, sure. <laughs> do, you, do you keep in yeah. contact with any of the girls? I think Olympia was uh, Tatiana, the pole vaulter. Oh, yes. Yeah. Where, where yes. is she these days? She used to own our ice cream shop up the road from our joint. She loved her dessert. She always had a bit of chocolate before she went out. Yeah. On oh yeah, she was fantastic. But I don't really keep in contact no. with anyone. It's a bit of, I, I've talked to Kudo a bit and I sort of kept in contact. But really, no, I'm not. Yeah, we've all sort of moved on. Mm. I think yeah. before you came on board in 2008, had you been watching the series 93, 95? Like, is that Absolutely. why you said yes to doing it? Yes, and I knew a gladiator. I knew Glacier. She had come to my father to learn. Glacier. Who made up the yes. names? Remember Condor? I know. How good is it? What, what was Hammer? Glacier. Hammer. Yeah, so yeah, I met Glacier and I was like, oh, gosh, if I could be Glacier one day, that would be awesome. But I was 16 at the time. Oh, I never gosh. thought I'd get it to have a crack. You had a really <laughs> successful career out of your fitness. Yeah. A bit of fun. And now Cavalier's yeah. forced you to look after his children. Yeah. children. It's ridiculous, yeah. Tiff. Now, listen, what are those kids like? they got his skinny calves. <laughs> oh, yes, they do. They've mm. got his body type. No, my son has Ed's body type, yeah. and my daughter has mine. She's a oh, real goer. God. She's super coordinated. Yeah. If he's she's got climbing, Ed's body type, was he born wearing a T-shirt at the time? Because <laughs> Ed is a button apart, from, yes. apart from that one men's health cover he did, he essentially never takes his shirt off. Tiff. Does, does he no, wear a shirt around at home does. all the the time is he in the yes, shower in a rash? Like safety blanket thing. <laughs> yeah, he likes it. Surely they've got to get you back just to do something, Tiff. As a oh, coach, I'd love it, but yeah. you know, I don't know. I'd, I'd happily show the gladiators how to do hang tough or something like yeah. that. I've got some tricks up my yeah, sleeve, mental, yeah. whatever. Good on you. I'm Tiff. here if they want to reach out. You Always a pleasure, girl. Angel. Mm. Look after oh, those kids, you. all right? Because we know Ed won't. <laughs> Thanks so much. Lovely to speak to you guys. <laughs> we feel so sorry for you. A lifetime with Ed Cavalier. My God. Oh, I know. I know. Push through, mate. She's tough. Good <laughs> on you. Tiff Hall there. Model, Margo and Dan. You can listen in the car or wherever you can. Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. We all remember one of our favourite members of the Crokey Choir, Anthony, Anthony Seabold. Of course, former Broncos coach, former Rabbitohs coach, former, well, current Manly Warringah coach. Got some Crokey historical Oh, just really disappointed, mate. Embarrassed. I can't toss up any excuses for that. Yeah, so you should Good guy. I like Anthony Seabold. Yeah, righto. Good one. School teacher. I don't make that. Oh, that's good. He needs your support. He's got a good He's got a good sense of humour. Has he? Yeah. Terrible year 2020 for the Broncos. Yes, Oof. it mustn't have been. Uh, well, I d- I d- that's not what I want to dive into. Of course, uh, Manly are playing the curtain raiser in Las Vegas. It's a real Las Vegas week. If you didn't know the Formula One, we might talk about it later in the show. Formula One's on in Las Vegas this weekend. So it's in the news. Um, he was spotted at the airport yesterday going over because Manly are playing the Roosters on March 3rd next year as the curtain raiser to the Broncos versus Rabbits. Rabbits game. And we all know about the, the big weekend. I don't want yeah. to talk about it. We haven't been offered any deals yet. <laughs> but quite simply, he was at the airport and they said, where are you going sort of thing? And um, this is 
the greatest excuse <laughs> this was so good for a junket I have ever heard in my life. <laughs> FEC Bolt is off to America on a research mission ahead of Manly's season opener in the United States. The difficult has been to try and find grass fields in, in Las Vegas uh, for us to train on. We don't want to train on synthetic fields because it puts players at risk of injuries. He's heading all the way out. He couldn't make a phone call. <laughs> Check though. out the field. He's just looking for some grass. I think he's after some air for the footies as well and maybe some water. He's not sure whether America has any water. <laughs> no one sold seeds oh, about Google Maps. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. What's his wife? He can't do anything to get away from his wife, this bloke. <laughs> Enjoy the trip. Just don't go to any McDonald's and fall asleep, Anthony. Yeah, that would be the text right. the wife would be sending, I'm sure. <laughs> Triple M Breakfast. Listen, we know Jim's mowing, don't we? We all know Jim's mowing. Yeah. He's still going. And he founded that, that Jim Penman. Do you know the story with him? He no. actually does have a beard and he looks like a bit like Burke's backyard dude. He took Burke. Is he the actual guy on the side of the trailers? That's his the yellow fella. Yeah, Jim. Oh. Jim's mowing started in 1982 with a $24 investment before the empire extended. What What's about 24 that? bucks get? Expanded. Just a whippersnipper or something. I, I can't oh, really understand. Ones, yeah. I'd say it was a business reg- – I think he registered the business name. It was only $24 back in 1982. He's, he's got no money then. He just went out and did it with, by hand. Scissors, started scissors. And I think up. his dad – he borrowed his dad's like many of us yeah, do when we have go. a mowing mowing business. Borrowed his dad's mowing. Borrowed dad's whippersnipper. Put it in the back seat of the car. Went around mowing people. Next thing you know, he's Jim's mowing. There's 5,000 friends. Franchisees, whether it's Jim's Antanas, there's Jim's everybody thing. Five hundred million dollar turnover. Is there a Jim's Jim? How many? How many? Five hundred million. Half a billion dollar turnover, and let's say makes ten percent on that. That's a big, big deal. Have they done Jim's Jim? That's a layup. Jim's Jim. Surely. I don't know. Pool care, dog wash, fencing, painting, test and tag, and now for the first time, I'm here to announce. Jim's beauty. He ste- what? Well, he obviously saw how much money's in girls' uh, facials and, uh, and nails and things like that. Oh yeah, well he does maintenance. Margot's right. She's hit the nail on the head. He's a maintenance guy. Mm. He should do Jim's haircuts. Just Jim's beauty. Would, would many girls go to Jim's beauty? Like I don't know whether like you'd go. Gee, he looks like he looks after himself. He'll know how to <laughs> sort me out for summer. Well, he's familiar with trimming bushes, so mm. maybe maybe Good some point. waxing. Good point. Oh. He wouldn't have to change his slogan. He wouldn't have to change his equipment. No, that's right. <laughs> just you a just come cutter. in. Say, oh, hello, ladies. Lie down. Right, oh, no, I got this one. And then there'd be the girl. Oh, we're going to need the whippersnipper for this one. <laughs> no, whippersnippers, no. When you had those girls that go from summer, like it would have been, there would be girls who hadn't been had downstairs done since oh, April. Oh, I can they come in. I can simulate we're not, that. The mower's it's not like... going to do it. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going to need. Hold very still. Uh, that's that's the new Steel Timber Sports. <laughs> yeah. Get Jamie Head on the hot saw. Oh, that's a hairy Mary. <laughs> Marto, Margot and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane ass. Have you heard what's going on over? You know the um, Formula One's on in Las Vegas. Make some car noises. First time back since 1982. It's quite incredible. Very incredible. Huge. It's where it belongs. I don't have any. It's where it belongs. Listen to this. Listen to who else is cashing in. Cashing in on the inaugural Vegas Formula One. Formula One has built a wedding chapel in the pit building where fans will be able to get married by the Grand Prix street circuit while the race practice everything's on. By Elvis. Well, I don't know. You'd By have to. maybe Australia's favourite driver, I'd like to talk about Daniel. Daniel Ricardo. No, Daniel. 
Come on. You know that I've been banned from playing Daniel Rudd. <laughs> Oh, I don't know insane. anything about the band. Well, that girl. No, it was just a journalist yeah, who is from a European country that just couldn't pronounce, couldn't pronounce it properly. Daniel Ricardo. Australian former. And listen, so Daniel Ricardo, he didn't He's invent the shoe. He fun. didn't invent the shoe. He did it. No, well, he, the Mad Hueys are saying that he they globalized. invented it. Yeah. But he's got a glass shoe, literally, that you can buy. His like boot, Cinderella. Cinderella they've made a glass Daniel Ricardo uh, F1 boot uh, out of glass well, and this, you can buy that oh to no, do shoeys go. out of. Are you ready? MGM Resorts this weekend is going all out for the Formula One. Yes. One of the highlights will be the shoey bar. Only shoeys, oh, nothing out. else. Where guests can have the cocktail of their choice served in an MGM branded driving shoe. Well, it so must it's not be his, this. No, it's not his golden slipper. Same, same sort of thing. I think he can drink out of a um, a Verstappen, or can I have oh. a Lewis Hamilton, Hamilton shoe, please? Do they have a shack? A shack oh, that's, shoe. A oh, big, that's a big cocktail. That's a size 18, that's a big isn't it? Cocktail. Yeah, that's so a, that's the, a jug. Now's your chance. I don't know. That's how it's marketed. All he's dreamt of drinking a professionally made cocktail out of a shoe, but have never been dealt the opportunity. Who has thought that's a good idea? I think it now is a great idea. <laughs> Down for you, you it. You do it. I vote. I second. Can you do? Is it still a shoey if you've got a straw in there and a little no. umbrella on top? You've got a, a piece of pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mardo and Margo and Dan on Triple M. Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Hey, listen, uh, that big storm, they're calling it a mini tornado that ripped through Lockyer Valley. You mm. sent a video after you were driving through there Saturday morning. Yeah, it looked, of all the there roofs. was um, yeah, sheet uh, metal everywhere, mm. just strewn through crops missing, houses fallen over, roofs caved in, tree branches. Like It was. It looked really terrible. That's the first, You sent the first video I'd seen of all the roofs ripped off. That was from the yeah. road, but they started to delve into the paddocks last night. Jesus. The hail damage is so severe that, well... There's absolutely no salvaging any of this. Um, this is quite serious, and I grew up, I'm, you know, we're from farming families. Both sides of my family are Stanthorpe, and I used to remember my uncles. My dad left Brisbane, left Stanthorpe, because there were too many boys in the family, and he came down and worked for Golden Circle and rose, you know, up the ranks. I can remember my uncles ringing him after hailstorms used to go through Stanthorpe, mm. and you'd re- they'd wreck their whole year's worth of plums or apples or whatever, and, of course, dad would go, well, we're sticking him in cans. He'd take... <laughs> there was a bit of nepotism there. He'd take the bro- his brother's fruit, which had been damaged by hail. Oh, but you don't care for juice, do you? No, juice. It going. comes pre-pulverised. Thank you. So Dad sort of <laughs> saved his brothers on a number of occasions. So I've seen hail damage because but farms, you used to see them, they'd, be, they'd just have that death stare on. Like, they, they'd pump... Well, these days, one hundred fifty thousand dollars into a paddock, mm. hoping to get four hundred back or something or other, and then to get score oh, one was, storm at the wrong time. It was terrible. Yeah. Then there's the butternut pumpkins. As far as the eye can see, eighty thousand dollars worth now destined for the dump. Oh. Not the butternuts. And one of your favourites. These broccolini plants sheared. These veggies would have been in the shops this week. Oh. We think in the vicinity of thirty million dollars in oh. crop losses, and that's actually growing by the day. This I is mean, the food bowl for Australia leading into Christmas. Mm. Our valley, our Brisbane valleys out the back here, they are Brisbane's food bowls. They haven't suffered enough through the drought and now the wipeout with this storm. It's not just those two crops. 
It wiped out broccolini, broccoli, shallots, pumpkin, melon, watermelon, corn. I mean, the list goes on. It's a, quite a busy time of year now for, for cropping. Mm. So, You're going to have the loneliest bowl of yoghurt for breakfast every granola. morning. Because you just right. normally it's full of What about of cherries? Rock melon. Cherries are normally huge uh, for Christmas. Are they okay? He won't poo for the rest of the year if we don't get the cherries no, into him. <laughs> Listen, I don't even know whether you'll know what this product is, but there's one that popped up and I went, who cares? Have yeah, you... the chocos were actually, I was going to start picking like yesterday. So first first crop for the season. Obviously, I can't even find where a choco's gone. How Thank dare God. you? My you... mother-in-law, Wendy, will be devastated. If she anyone can... can boil the crap they're out a... of a choco, <laughs> it's her. They're a weed. <laughs> they're a terrible, terrible thing that old men don't even eat. Marto, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane as Teenage dirtbags, Margo. Yeah. You got one. Living with animals, but uh, one in particular, our 13-year-old daughter, Memphis. She's the eldest of our four children. Uh, As part of the renovations of our house, she got herself a new bathroom. Nice little update to the tiles and a new shower, etc. And she's been loving herself sick in there. She closes the door, puts the music on, lets the steam fill. Hold on, hold on. Is this her own bathroom? Yeah. She well, got an ensuite. Well, she, no, it's a bathroom, but she shares it. It was the laundry. The yeah. laundry was double the size. And so yeah. I put an invisible wall in the laundry. So it's half laundry, half bathroom. And she's supposed to share it with her little sister. Oh, I have a girl's yes, bathroom like and I have a boy's, a boy's bathroom. bathroom. However, she doesn't allow anyone in there. <laughs> so her sister has become a boy. Her sister has become a boy. What's with the invisible wall? I want to know about that. Uh, well, it was just a really big space and nobody yeah. wants a bigger laundry than they need no. because nobody likes spending time and doing laundry. Oh, gotcha. So instead of having a doubly oh. big, because there was only one bathroom for four kids yeah. in this new house that we've bought. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. instead Instead of um, yeah, instead of creating a new bathroom out oh. of space that I didn't have, I built a half a bathroom inside the other half of the laundry. Yes, gotcha. Uh, but Memphis is loving herself sick in there. She just spends like an hour in there every afternoon. I don't know what she's doing, primping and priming herself, washing her face. Her looking in the mirror, I So would say. much so. You think an hour in the shower is long. Wait last the boys night, at puberty. Last night, I no. went to have a shower. Rookie numbers. No, no hot water. Yeah. I'll oh. wait till the mate. Corey! I'm in the shower. Do you want this to become a ream ad? He came out and said, what? What's going on? I said, there's no hot water. He said, talk to your daughter about that. She just spent the last half an hour in the shower with just the water running. I'm like, what is she doing with You need a big unit. You need a big unit. Take your own This is the first teenager in the house and I've got another three to follow behind them. I'm like, what am I going to do? Get a bigger hot water system. I thought I had one. Get less children. Hey, Janelle in Daisy Hill. <laughs> you want Hill, a couple? Also in... No, I've got a couple. Janelle, yeah, one triple three five three. When did you realise you had a teenager in the house? Oh, it's the language. It's the um, uh and the uh-huh and mm. the death stares and oh. the looks. It's like as soon as they start, you're in real trouble. The though. eye rolling, <laughs> Janelle, is well, it? What's the code the, these days? My, my kids are 10 years. They're, you know, they're 24 and 25. Um, CBS, it used to be. CBH couldn't. No, CBF, wasn't it? Couldn't C- be. CBF. Yeah, CBS. What's what's their language now when they couldn't, they don't care about you? Have they got one? I don't know. I you just don't know it yet? Yeah, Yes, yeah, the grunts and the, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know, Mum, I, I know, yeah. I know, Mum, yeah. Janelle, so, do you get bro or bruh instead of mum these days? Like, my seven-year-old my is like, come on, bro. I'm <laughs> like, I beg your pardon. My husband hates my 
14 year old son saying that to me. Well, come on, bro. I'm I'm not your bro. I'm your mum. Call me mum. Lighten up, bro. Have some, yeah, exactly. Have some respect. That's great. That means you're old. It's good past where you're officially old. When did you realise you had a teenager in the house? Uh, when I went to make sure that he was nice and um, happy after a bit of sad stuff with his um, girlfriend, and I, I leant on his bed and went to cuddle him, and oh, no. the sheets crunched like okay. a... Okay, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Triple M Breakfast Podcast for Chemist Warehouse. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse for the Christmas fragrance sale. Shop our huge range of fragrances at the lowest prices. Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. Bye.